Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hey, good morning. Good to see y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome. You have joined a child's pose in progress here. So whenever you're ready to take yourself there, go for it. Yeah. Take that last sip of coffee. I am. Cruising into May, which is the second part of our basics series. We're working with standing poses all month long, not to excess. There will be no uh, 20 minute holds in Warrior Two, uh, probably ever again, because now that I'm doing the yoga with you, I understand that when a teacher like starts talking and you could just like, like go off and read seriously, like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and then come back and I'd still be talking, that's annoying. And today's schedule is just an overview. So we're going to cruise through the uh, three parts of our standing series, standing strengtheners, standing balance, and standing stretches. The idea is going to be to get the landscape for what we're going to practice this month. To start with just this idea that they all have this element in common that we call root to rise. Where ground ourselves, we center in and then expand outward, whatever the pose itself looks like. In doing that practice, we get stronger, we get better posture, we get more flexible, all the good things that we're here for. And of course, it's yoga, so all of it happens with your breath. And that's how we're going to move through these. It's how we're going to know we're in the right place, right amount of depth, the right amount of energy in each pose. Can you breathe steadily? Can you breathe with focus? Is what you're doing making sense to you? If, if we can't breathe, it's not making sense. First, like, rule. Next inhale, you're going to come up to hands and knees. When you exhale, take cat pose, which rounds fine. And then inhale, cow pose. Arch of the back, draw your heart forward, be good to your neck here. You're going to tuck your toes and exhale to the down dog. And inhale, take your right leg up behind you, three leg dog. When you exhale, bend the knee, bring it to your right elbow and take a step into a low lunge. When we inhale, you're gonna shift the hips up and back, drawing the heart forward like it was a halfway lift. Then exhale, pull into your front heel, come down to your back knee. When you inhale, draw your heart forward, slide your right hand to your right thigh, press forward as you twist, stack your right shoulder over your left good. Exhale, come back to center, fingertips light on the floor. Get that root to rise here, press into your feet, whatever's on the floor and lift your chest, and then your arms, Andaniasana. Arms can take any shape and be sure you can breathe. 
then right arm down at your side. We're going to reach long to the left side. Breath in. If you want a block under your hand, that can help keep your rib cage long. And you exhale back to center again, light on the fingertips. Press the floor away with your feet. Lift the back knee. Step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Squeeze tight. Bend your knees. Bring you to the left elbow as you breathe out. Step. Really nice. Inhale, straighten the front leg. Press the hips back. Draw your heart forward. And you exhale. Bend the front knee. Bring the back knee down. Press your feet into the mat so you've got that sense of grounding. Then left hand to left thigh. Inhale, draw your heart forward. A little bit of a back bend here. So your feet down, heart up. And exhale, lightly place the hand back down. Keep the lift of your chest as you do. Press into your feet on the floor. Draw your abdominals in. Chest rises up, bend the arms. Or go as wide as you need to to feel unrestricted in your breath. Left arm down to the floor. Block with your hand. You could also hover it. Keep both sides of your rib cage long. So as you breathe in, you feel the breath actually gets in there. And exhale, coming back to center. Lighten the hands. Right. Tighten up the back leg. Press your feet into the floor. You are not a paperweight. Right. And then step back down, dog, or low push-up. Upward facing dog. Does anybody use paperweights anymore? Down dog, breathe out. <laughs> you need to update that reference. <laughs> Look forward to your hand, walk forward into ragdoll. I just realized how long I've been teaching yoga. <laughs> feet wide apart. Look down into your feet. And then don't press down into your feet. Just, just stop. Just let the legs get like, like pudding like, like, like sponge like. And then into the feet and just feel what happens. No special kind of tools necessary. Just, what did you feel there? And then if you soften them up and you stop pressing through the feet, what happens? Just press your feet down. What happens up your legs? Then release your hands to the mat. We're gonna walk feet together. That might mean touching, might mean they're just close. Press your feet down and rise up to standing mountain pose. Pause here. Feet press down, draw your navel center toward your spine. Reach through your ring and pinky fingertip. So you've got this root to rise, feet, core, arms. And that rise sensation, it's like unencumbered by any tension of the shoulders, throat, face. Yeah, the energy to move upward. Any posture that we're doing, it's upward. Maybe it's also outward. So if uh, the shoulders are a little tense going up, try out. Right. Unbroken line of lift from feet to fingers each time we get here. Next exhale, we're going to bow. Hands to heart center. Send your hips back. All the way out. Sun A. Breathe in. Lift halfway flat back. Plant your hands. Step back. High or low push-up. You choose. Press the floor. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. When your hands are down, they work like feet. Down dog, breathe all the way out. 
look forward, walk or lightly, hop, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, rise up, navel center in, heart up, fingertips up, exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, press your feet down, heart forward, plant your hands, you do you here, high or low push up, these can always be skipped for a down dog, breathe in, that's not even cheating, it's just part of it, and down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. One more round, just like that. Breathe in. Exhale, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant hand, step back. Low push up. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. We're gonna have a breath here or child's pose, your choice. Full inhale. And full exhale. And look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Lift your weight back, dig your heels in, sit low, Utkatasana. Lift your chest, then your arms. Breathe here. So we're going to sit back with the exhale. Lift your chest with your inhale. And what's going on at the center, more important than what's going on with the arms. Right? I'm going to say it a million times, the arms are decoration. But if the decoration is in the way of your breath, this pose is not working for you. Cactus could be good. Straight out rather than up could be good. Heart, right? Do something that makes sense for you to breathe. And you can challenge yourself, but know the difference between challenge and just being like in the wrong place. Breath in, heart up, and breath out, bow forward. I guarantee you the shape of Utkatasana pose is not going to be like a life skill you need. Breathe in, lift halfway. The life skill of breathing with uh, you know, some regularity and ease is. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look to your right hand, step your right foot forward, turn the back foot flat, the diagonal, warrior one, reach up. And then just check out, could you move the front foot forward? As you exhale, get the stance a little longer, a little deeper. If that was too much, go back. But you're not stuck to the first place you step. Right? And you're not committed to that uh, place that you explored. You could. You can change around. It's, it's dating. It's not marriage. Pull into your front heel. Lift your chest. Good. Get the action of feet pressing down. The lift of your abdominals. The lift of your arms. One more breath in. When you exhale, we're going to take the arms down out of this. Also a good way to do warrior one. Bring them behind you as you bow inside the front leg. Now, bringing them behind you, you could clasp fingers. You might keep the arms free. So 
clasping the fingers called a bind, right? It, for some of us, it can be really nice. For some of us, it's not going to be really nice. If it feels really nice, keep it. If not, go free. Let your chin drop in so we're an ostrich. Breath here. As you exhale, release your hands. Bring them to the mat. You step back down, dog, or low fushe. Upward facing dog. Press your feet down. Press your hands down. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward to your left hand. Left foot steps forward. Back foot flat. Breathe in. Reach up. And then walk the front foot forward, get a deeper stance if it's for today. It doesn't have to be all the time. Press your back foot down, squeeze the back leg. And dig the front heel in. Lift the heart up. And then again, just check in with your breathing and what's going on around your collarbones. Right? If, uh, if that's taking away from your breath, if your breath is diminished somewhere, try reorienting the arm until you breathe well. Because the standing series, standing poses, we really want to focus legs, core, spine, posture. Right? Again, arms as decoration is great. Breathe in, lift your chest up, whatever you're doing with your arms. When you exhale, arms come down. We're going to bow inside the front leg for ostrich. And uh, if you want to clasp hands, grab a strap, grab a towel, and do that. And just... Always checking in with shoulders, neck, face, with what you're doing with your arms, right? the, the muscles of expression and communication. Is that working for you? Is priority number one, breathing, still a thing? Having some kind of good, wholesome experience going on for you, or is it just tension? Easiest place for you to willfully release tension is your face, your shoulders, your arms, your hands. Next inhale. Draw your heart forward, plant your hands, step back, down dog or low push up, upward facing dog, and downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. And step your right foot forward, center of the mat, come up and around for warrior two. First thing we're going to do is take the arms out of it. We'll build them back in. Don't worry. Take your back foot parallel with the back edge of the mat. Front toes straight ahead. And then creep the front foot just a little forward. If you don't know that you're totally in the full pose that you could do, you're probably not. You'll know when you know it. Pull your front heel into the mat. And then push the floor away with all three points of each foot. So you do that pulling action first. That gets you into the pose. And pushing the floor away gives you the rebound. You might feel the center of your chest lifting just automatically. Like it just like it comes to the party. If not, right, feet down, abdominals in, lift the chest, and then use the arms after you've lifted the center. Right? So the, the heart lifts, the sternum lifts, then the arms. Right? And that can all happen at once, but it all wants to happen. Next inhale, we're going to reverse. We're going to take both arms up first. And then make the shape of the reverse as a side bend. And go ahead and let the left arm come down and just rest lightly. So that the action is more side bending than uh, the upper arm scooping the sky. Breathe in, reach up. 
Nice. When you breathe out, you're gonna come up through warrior two, look to the floor, plant your hands, keep your chest light as you go back. Down dog or chaturanga. Up dog. And downward facing dog. Step the left foot forward, center line of the mat, back foot flat, same center line, up and around warrior two. Check in with the feet. You can go ahead and look. Today I check it. Then set your gaze. Feel that, uh, yeah, go a little longer if, if you haven't already. Feel the front heel, dig in. Then both feet press down. The abdominals just came to the party already, good. If not, focus in. Navel lifts, heart lifts, arms float up from there. They're supported by the core body. But if they're causing a lot of tension up around your neck, you don't need that. Bend the elbows, turn the palms up, or hands at hips. They work the standing element of the pose, the postural element of the pose. Breath out, sit low, stay low. I'm just gonna reach both arms up with your inhale. And then take that into a side bend that's moving you into reverse warrior. Right arm comes down, right? Any degree of side bend is good. We'll be a little different here. It has to do with hips and, and spine getting along. They wanna get along, let them get along. Breathe in, lift your heart. And then breathe out, up through warrior two. Hands to the mat, chest stays light. As you move, press the floor. Low push up, upward facing dog to downward facing dog. In the standing series, we have poses where we stand on uh, two feet, one foot, one foot and one hand, and that's this one. Come forward to a high plank. We're gonna start with left knee down, back foot flat, and kneeling side plank. Make sure your left hand's out in front of you. It's working as the main, the major foot here. So press the left hand down. Now press your back foot down. Just, just to leg underneath you, but you could lift that knee at any time. And definitely if your shoulder doesn't need a side plank, your shoulder doesn't need a side plank. We're gonna do one breath there. Press your hand and foot down, draw your heart forward. Then look to your mat, right hand comes down. You're gonna take it through where you wanna take it. Down dog or low push up or child's pose. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. We have a breath here. And pretty, pretty fun, you guys who are at home. When we said we're gonna do sitting poses in here, Eric said, so that means no crow, right? I was like, ha, ha, no, it does not. I said, and you get to do side plank too. They actually stayed. Um, <laughs> I'm forward to a high plank. And again, make this real simple. We're going to bring right knee down. Align your right hand in line with your shoulder, but a little out in front. Spin back foot flat. You already did this on the other side. Like if, if I got the side wrong for you, you do the, do the other side. Press your standing hand down, press the back foot down like you were going to lift that knee, but might choose not to, particularly if 
uh, you know, shoulders an issue or uh, late night drinking was an issue, you know, whatever your, your issue with side plank might be. Work this like it was going to be a balance, but keep yourself steady with that uh, kickstand leg. Otherwise, one breath where you stack the feet, you're on the outer edge and working that outer edge into the floor, lift your hips, then look to your mat, plant the hand, and you move for down dog or chaturanga. Up dog. And down dog. And breath here. And, and the great thing about these postures, standing postures particularly, any effort you put into good alignment of this pose, whether it's on the knee or not, if you're putting the effort in, like you're gonna get the benefit of the pose, you're gonna get the, the muscular benefit, the, uh, the mental benefits too. It doesn't have to always go all the way. Next inhale, take your right leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, bring it to your right elbow. Big step, crescent lunge, press into your feet. Lift your chest, lift your arms. Wiggle your back foot back to deepen this. And you feel footprint of the front foot, all, all three points. Back foot, as much of the ball of the back foot as you can get to the floor. You might feel the ball of the big toe, and the ball of the fourth toe, or the ball of the baby toe. Lift your chest, go up. The arms might go wide, they might come down. Right? The shoulders are soft around the neck, so you can breathe. You exhale, bring hands to heart center. You're gonna rotate and then bring the elbow toward the knee and crescent twist. Tighten your back leg, straighten it up. Open the arms here. You can place fingertips down or keep them hovered. We're gonna go inside the front leg. So the spine stays inside the front leg when we rotate. Press the floor. Yeah, push it away. Rebound up to the center of your chest. Breath in. Keep that light. Breathe out. Back foot's gonna spin flat. You're coming up, warrior two. To side angle pose, we're gonna take the arm inside the front leg. Stay, there's lots of ways we could do it. Top arm, you got options. Hand could stay at the hip, right? The angle that we're focused on here, the side angle, is your back foot, the center of your chest, or your head. Get that in an ascending angle that lets you breathe. Hand at hip or reach the arm for the front wall, fingertips for the front wall. You rotate your tricep down. Your arm is in your line of vision. Press the fingertips forward, press the heel back, and then look to the mat. Plant your hands, down dog, or low push-up. Upward facing dog, nice. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, left leg up and back. Exhale, bend the knee, reach to your elbow, take a big step, low lunge, press up for crescent. And the principle here is that, like, we got a lot of things to do when you take a step, right? So then refine it, see if the pose could go deeper. It doesn't have to. Deeper is not always better. But we don't want to miss that opportunity, right? Just, uh, we don't want to be, like, stuck where we land. Unless, like, where you land is exactly where you're supposed to be, then for sure, stay there. But then you're not stuck. You're choosing, right? Press feet down. Lift your chest. Yeah. And let that, let that, that happen, right? feel that, that when the feet press down, it's like the body wants to lift up, right? This root to rise energy wants to happen. The ground reactive force 
wants your body to lift into spacious posture. Breath in and then breath out, hands to heart. We're gonna rotate and hinge so that you take the diagonal. There's that same kind of angle, a side angle pose, where your back foot up through your heart, up through your head. You're gonna open the arms. That might mean cactus, that might mean straight arms, but it doesn't interfere with your breath. Heart forward and up. So you might press your feet, feel the rebound. I feel your springiness. Use that, come up and around warrior two. Again, there's a lot going on in that transition. So you might adjust the feet, get a longer stand. It's possible that could be for you. Then side angle pose, arm inside the front leg. Then it goes inside so that we don't lean it on top. Keep this honest. Also that helps press the leg out, get a little more internal, uh, the inner leg stretch and the outer leg strength. And then top arm, if it's, it's causing you grief overhead, like do not cause yourself grief in this practice ever, ever, never. Okay. Roll your chest toward the ceiling. So you're opening up and that angle back, foot down, heart up. If you're gonna reach, reach on that same line, arm in line with your collarbone. You can see it in your field of vision. Breath in, start breathing. And then hand to the mat. Step back down dog or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breathe in, breathe out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway and breathe out, fold. Sit the hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. And then hands to heart center. Sit your hips back like someone caught your hip crease and is pulling way back and bring your left elbow toward your right knee. Doesn't need to touch. Press your feet down, keep your knee over their own ankle. If they're not together, that's not unusual in this pose, but stand firm in your feet instead. Open your arms, you can do that in any shape you like, keep breathing. Breath. One more inhale. When you exhale, we're gonna bow forward and just gonna bow for a moment. Then inhale, Ukatasana. Lengthen out, hands to heart center. And then again, someone caught your hip creases, pull them back. Then you rotate and the elbow could touch the knee but that might be rounding your spine. Right? And if you feel that you're getting rounded to do that, go back a little bit, get into center. We'll open the arms if that's something that uh, appeals to you. Could be just the bottom arm opens and the other hand comes to your hip. That helps bring that hip crease back again. Draw your heart forward and a little back bend at the top of the torso. Good. Exhale, fold. I'm just gonna be breath out here. And then breath in, lift halfway, click your heels together, crouch down. <laughs> oh, oh my God, could you guys hear that in the microphone? Could you hear them? They did teenage breathing in here. They did. Oh, mom. Oh. All right, plant your hands, spread them wide. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna 
belabor this point, but just spread your hands wide, press the ground with your hands, keep your feet on the floor for right now. Just get that sense of pressing your hands down. And can you feel the lift of your arm bones when you do that? So bend the elbows outside, press your hands down. And what happens to your arms when you press them down? And then go ahead and have pudding arms. Like, go ahead, like, yeah. You know, like we just did like 87 chaturangas, pudding arms. And press into your hands. And then knees to the upper arms. Any amount of the pose is the pose. So if you're there, you're there. But you're going to work the, the three basic ingredients. Hands pressing down, abdominals pulling in. Okay? And then with your face, with your throat, with your shoulders, be able to breathe. Your feet might come off the floor. They might not. But work ground, center, breathing. And you'll get a benefit from whatever it is you're doing. Look forward and jump back. You can choose to uh, be more elegant and graceful in your return to down dog or child's pose. Okay. Pause and breathe. So, so that thing, like any amount of the pose is the pose. We just have to do those three basic things. Right? And then you will get stronger. You could feel that when you just press your hands down, correct? Like you could feel something happen in your arms. You can feel it happen when you draw your abdominals in. You feel that, that you know, energetic lift. Okay. That's useful, whatever shape you're taking. Down dog, breath in. When you breathe out, step your right foot straight ahead. Come up for upright lunge, which is a shorter stance. And so different here, different things work, different parts of the body, different parts of the mind. Instead of focusing on the stance getting longer to go lower, you're going to bend more in. Right, where the left arm goes forward, the right arm goes back. And this is a lot more balance. Press into your feet, lift your chest. And with the left arm into uh, well, the Freddie Mercury is what I like to call it, but it's reverse revolved crescent lunge, which is why it's better to call it Freddie Mercury. Breath in, reach up. This is pretty disorienting uh, as, a, as a posture. So look back forward first, then look to your mat, then bring the arms down, step back to down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And down dog, and a breath out here or child's pose. Right? So we're making the transition from the standing strengtheners to the standing balances. And time between. And then look to your left hand and step your left foot straight ahead. Back knee bends as you come up. We'll take the arms up and then we'll just take the arms out of it just to, to get a little feel to this uprightness. So upright uh, lunges are to work the hips in their, guess what, upright. Whereas crescent lunges work them kind of tipped forward. But what you're gonna do here to deepen it, dig your back foot in there like you're trying to pull the back of your mat forward and then just you know, take the elevator ride down. Abdominals in, heart up. Doesn't have to be this low. I don't even wanna be this low. But, uh, I'm gonna stay here just because Vanity. <laughs> then arms reach up or out or not, depending on how your breathing is going. 
because all this musculature up here around your breath, it matters. Then we're gonna twist. So right arm forward, left arm back. Good. Keep pulling the back of your mat forward. Good. Then look to the front hand and reach it up. Look to the front hand and reach it up. Reverse uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. If, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Freddie Mercury. It will come up with a picture of him with his fist in the air. It will, I promise, at least like one of the top three. Breath in and then look forward. Be light in your chest as you take your hands down. Step back, down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. And also apologies to anyone here who doesn't know who Freddie Mercury is. Um, <laughs> I suggest we talk later. <laughs> Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. All right. Standing balances. Inhale, reach up, mambo. We'll start with eagle, the right arm underneath, or you press your forearms at center, right leg over top. So the drawing to center is the important part here. Whether it's legs crossed once, legs crossed twice. I know some of y'all can do like three times, like fine, totally cool. Draw the shin bones into center. Draw your forearm bones into center. Check in with your breathing. The hands or arms or shoulders are struggling. Undo a little of that. Simplify, declutter to get breath. It's like decluttering your house to get space. On your inhale, unwind, reach up. And then left side, eagle, left arm under, left leg over top. If you feel the, the wind is a struggle, right? Like, it's just not a useful position, this, this eagle arm thing. What it's useful for in this context is the drawing the center and the putting your arms in front of your face that give you this challenge to your vision where you have to get more peripheral vision, softer eyes, steadier gaze, being undeterred in your focus, even though there's this obstacle right there. We don't want the obstacle to be to the breath. Next inhale, unwind, reach up, cool. Hands to heart center. We're gonna standing leg raise. You're gonna bring your right knee up toward your chest. Catch it with your right hand. And the left hand can go to your hip. Then there's lots of options from here. If you wanna catch the foot and take it out, you got, it be all kinds of fancy if you wanna be. I'm gonna stay simple. Lift your chest, right? From your foot pressing down, heart lifts. Leg out to this side. Whether you got the knee or the foot, your body stays at center. You're still practicing that standing posture that's going straight up. And then knee back into center. We're gonna take hands to hips and send the leg back into airplane. Dekasana, uh, not really Sanskrit, uh, not really a pose that was around before the 90s, but a good pose all the same. Press your standing foot down, lift your heart. Not only up now, but forward. Hands to heart center. We're gonna take the balancing version of half moon where you just turn open and we're gonna do one breath where you're gonna hover in that half moon that opens to the side without putting the hand down. 
And then when you exhale, bring the hands down to the mat, bring your foot down to the mat, press your feet down and rise up to standing. And hands to heart center, pause. Press your feet down, rebound up through the center of your chest. Feel your sternum lift to your thumbs. And so there's, there's a cue there that, that you can feel that meeting of sternum and thumbs, that elevation of your chest, keep it. Then left knee up, catch with the left hand, right hand to the hip. But remember the hands and heart thing? Lift your sternum like you were putting it to your thumbs again. Whatever shape you take with the leg, keep that action. Foot down, heart up. Gaze steady and set. We'll take the leg to the side. Nothing changes at the center. You're still standing upright. Foot pressing down lifts the body. And then back to center. And hands to your hips. I'm going to take the leg back into airplane. With arms at sides. Right? Enliven your arms. Squeeze muscle to bone. First things first, like it's got to be foot at the floor. It's not going to be perfectly still. You're just going to have a sense of, of the verb, like grounding. You're grounding the foot. It's, it's not going to stay. Action verb. And drawing your abdominals in, sends your heart forward. Engage the arms. Maybe lift them. Then hands to heart center. Super challenging. We're just going for breath. Balancing half moon. Breath in, expand outward. When you breathe out, bend your standing knee. Bring the hands down, bring the foot down. Breathe in, I'm gonna rise up to standing. If you have a block around, go ahead and uh, catch it, bring it in front of your mat. When you get to standing, hands to heart center. Second standing leg raise series. Press your left foot down, bring your right knee up. You're gonna catch it with your left hand. Right hand comes to the hip. We're going to turn the body to the side. Your choice, once you've turned to the side, to extend the right arm back behind. If you're extending the right arm back behind, imagine pressing it down on a table or a countertop to lift your chest. If you've got the hand at the hip, do that with your elbow. On your inhale, undo this. Come back to center, hands at your hips. You're going to extend the right leg back. We're going to extend the right arm forward. Warrior three, uh, one arm. I like one arm, one arm warrior three, personal preference here. Uh, my shoulder doesn't love the two arm version. Uh, if you want to try the two arm version, you go for it. That's my extent of it. Uh, but if, if you feel like the left shoulder gets kind of a compressed, it's not unusual. One arm, it's great. That arm that's extended, the right arm, is gonna come down hand to block. And then twisting half moon, stack your left shoulder over your right, left arm. Breathe in. When you breathe out, arm and leg down. When you breathe in, stand up, mountain pose. Press your feet down, rebound up through your body. Keep the sense of that as you bring hands to heart center. Root your right foot down. 
and bring the left leg up. Then the right hand's gonna catch the left knee. The left hand's gonna go to the hip for now. And you turn. And then if you've turned your body all the way to the side wall, if that rotation is working for you, that's a good time to explore the arm going back. If the body's not quite turned, the arm going backward is gonna be um, at, a, at a deficit in the shoulder. It'll uh, not work as well. So body to the side. And then if the arm is extended back, imagine pressing that arm down to lift your heart. If it's the elbow, do the same thing there. Breath in. And then turn back to the front of your mat. Hands at your hips, send the left leg back, send the left arm forward. Again, you can stay with this. If you like the two-arm extension, go for it. The thing I find good about this too is that you know which arm to take down into uh, <laughs> the next pose. So breath in. When you breathe out, left hand's going to go to the block. And then we're going to do the same idea. You're going to turn the chest into the twisting half moon. Uh, then if you get right shoulder stacked over left, enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. Thank God none of this has to be perfect. And then uh, right arm up. Squeeze your back leg. If you're balancing something back on the heel, press up into it. And then on an exhale, fold. Press your feet down, rebound up to standing. Yeah, yeah. standing fold or another day. <laughs> Hands to heart center. All right, so standing ankle to knee, which we usually call standing pigeon. That's totally not right. It's totally like... Ankle to knee, pigeon, we're gonna get the job done. Right ankle to the outside of the left. Sit your hips back again. Someone's caught your hip crease. They're pulling it back in that old school way that teachers used to adjust you before <laughs> that was so wildly inappropriate. <laughs> uh, but maybe you still remember. Stay with this. Lots of variations you could take, including a little twist with the right elbow to the right foot. Breathe here. Next inhale, we're gonna unwind that. Reach up, the standing principle, press your feet down, root to rise, right? Rooting is through your feet, the two is through your core, rising is through the upper body. And hands to heart, then left foot over the right thigh, whatever you wanna call it. Flex the foot, the hips move back. And back's important because they want to move out to the right for most of us. Someone's got both of your hip creases. They are pulling it back completely inappropriately. But uh, you can imagine that it's completely, it's an appropriate human being that's doing it work. Then if you want, yeah, the little twist. And then the one of the secrets to the twist, the more your hips go back, the easier it is to twist. Breath in, heart up, wherever you are. Breath out, sit low. Low is relative. Breathe in, unwind, and reach up. We exhale, you're gonna bring your right arm down and your right foot back. Trace it back on the mat. So you've got dancer with foot on the floor. It's called a tandu. Then bend the knee. And reach the hand back. Maybe you tag your heel. You're working a lot of hamstring and glute here. Totally fine to be in that unbound, any of those free states. Like being free is a good thing. 
or you catch the foot. Catch the foot is detrimental to your shoulder, to your breathing. Stay free, man. It, it's more work to keep the, the hand off the foot if you want more work. You don't have to want more work. Breath in, heart up. And breath out, hands to heart, foot to mat, pause, breathe. So if you're struggling with dancer, particularly in the, the catch of the foot, one thing we want to do is like, what's the most important thing we're doing? And in the context of this vinyasa practice, in these poses, the most important thing we're doing is balance. Right? It's balance. That's what these are here for. So we get that first. That can look a lot of different ways. And breathe in, reach up. And then left arm down. And slide the left toes back to tondu. And then uh, you lift the leg. That's an arabesque. I just like to say French words. Bend your knee. This is no longer ballet. But you can tap the heel, you tap the heel. Find this one's this one's one of the most challenging because you got to keep the heel where you can just like kind of tap it. But then if you hold on, your leg doesn't have to do as much work. But you could engage with that. Point being, where are you balanced? Right? And we want to balance, you got to be breathing. Right? If you don't breathe, you die. Actually, if you don't breathe, you pass out and then you come back. But no one wants to pass out here either. Breath in. And then breath out, hands to heart, foot to mat, pause, breathe. And you're going to be different day to day. It's going to be different like, in your ability to catch the foot and how it feels to you and whether or not you're able to balance it. Right? You're a human being, not a robot. Yet. Yet. Different from day to day, totally cool. Balance what you got today. Root your left foot down. Keep your gaze straight ahead at your eye level. Bring your right leg up for tree. Right. Standing foot down, heart up. You breathe. And then you can take the arms anywhere you want them to go. Right. A traditional grip here would be to bring arms in front of you, lace the fingers, and press the palms up. I forget to teach this all the time. But it is nice for that root down and then pressing up through the hands that lengthens the side body. Uh, one reason I, I stopped teaching it for a while is that we tend to try to do it back here, but it's done in front of your face, which helps your shoulder joints a lot. Breathe in to lift and breathe out, hands to heart, foot to mouth. And then long, slow breath in, get the rhythm of breath back. Round your right foot. Next inhale, left leg up. Once the legs and the core are working together, right? Foot's grounding down, abdominals join the party. Then arms up or out or in the uh, traditional. Place your fingers, press your palms. Right. And, and traditions, just, just like in life, traditions are only traditions like, like because it's tradition and the, uh, the appeal to just tradition for tradition's sake, probably not useful. But if it's a tradition that makes you happy, right? like my granddad started this tradition of going to Chinese food for Thanksgiving, uh, that's like a good transition, tradition, like, and tradition, but it's a good tradition. Uh, you know, like, honor the good ones. On your exhale, hands to heart center, foot to your mat. Pause, breathe in, breathe out. Next inhale, reach up. 
and bow forward, breathe out. Standing balance is done. Now the standing stretches. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, which is yay for some of us and uh, for some of us. Plant your hands, low push out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward. Warrior one. It will open up to warrior two. Okay. Take the reverse, reach up through both sides of your body. And then all you're going to do here is to straighten the front leg. So straighten the front leg, press your feet down, reach up to your heart, reach up to your arm. So this is a reverse triangle. Breath in. And then breath out. Triangle itself. Take a hinge at the right hip and the fingertips to the floor to a block. As you like, you won't be here forever, but press your feet down. Look to your front foot. Be sure it's pressed down through all three points, ball, big toe, ball, baby toe, to the heel. This is a good pose to locate where you roll your weight naturally and, uh, and then to center it up. Press your front foot down. We're going to bend the front knee and come up to standing through warrior two to turn to the side of your mat for straddle. Uh, and here we'll turn to the left at home. Do what you got to do. Lift up and, and bow forward. Don't conk your head on any furniture or anything. Hands to the floor for the uh, version A. And if they don't reach the floor, you could walk your feet wide or you could grab blocks. Breathe in. And breathe out. One more breath here. On your inhale, draw your heart forward, press into your feet, come up to stand. I'm going to turn toward the front of the mat for Parshvatanasana pyramid, sometimes called. Uh, front toe straight ahead, back for the diagonal. Word of the wise pyramid is not the actual um, translation. The, the ancient Sanskrit did not include <laughs> pyramid. <laughs> Lift up and bow forward. And hands to either side of the foot, hands on blocks, all great. Uh, but your body's bowing inside the front leg, and that's a for sure thing. Your right ribs might touch your right leg. They might not. But the, the bow that we're doing here is coming from your sacrum, down through your low back, through your rib cage, through your head, in one line inside the leg. If we try to lay on top of the leg, we end up taking the spine away from uh, where the sacrum is located at this point. So staying inside be more well aligned in the vertebrae and the discs, which is, is nice for your spine that you want to keep your whole life. And breath in, and breath out. You draw your heart forward and block it somewhere around you. Catch it, place it underneath your left hand, right hand to your hip. I'm going to call an audible on this one. Again, we're going to um, break with tradition. You're going to lift your back heel, spin it back um, so that you're on the ball of the foot to add to your twisting triangle just a little bit of, um, it, it's a little bit of grace. It's a, it's a little uh, leeway that you get when you lift the heel. Still press your feet down really strongly. 
pull your heart forward, elongate, back legs tight. And then if you uh, are turned all the way to the side, extend the right arm up. But again, know where your shoulder is in space. If your shoulder is not pointing up, your arm is not going to go up in any way that's uh, kind, of kind to the shoulder joint. And then breathing will be hard and living will be hard. And breath in, heart forward, little up. Good. And then hand to the mat. Step back, down dog, or low push up. <laughs> the blocks always get thrown after revolve triangle. <laughs> breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Just lucky the block don't get thrown this way. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. We're going to open out to warrior two. You're in the home stretch. Really, really. Good. Reverse. Both side bodies lengthen. You got space to breathe. Keep that as you straighten the front knee. Reverse triangle. It is not actually really a pose, but I love it so much. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> into triangle. And uh, take your block. Take your fingertips to the floor. Get details some other time. You know we've got plenty of details, but... The essence of this, all of these poses, what they share in common, press your feet into the floor. Feel what comes into line when you do that. And arms, face, throat, right? What are they doing? Are they helpful? Are they creating an experience that's kind of feeling wholesome? Like you can breathe well and that like, if your breath were singing, if you were singing, would it be fun? Would it be a good tonal quality? Would you enjoy it? You don't have to be like on key or anything like that, but would you enjoy it? Bend the front knee. Come on up to standing or two. We'll turn to the side. We're going to shape up for straddle, but turn the toes out. And then hinge at your hips until fingertips touch the floor or blocks. You wouldn't take a, a side to side a skandasana. Skanda meaning heap or pile. I'm not really sure how. I guess we're making a little heaps or piles side to side. <laughs> and uh, we'll stay over to the right. Breath in. Press your feet down. You might turn the left toes up. If so, dig that heel into the mat. Like, like put a hole in the mat right there. Breath in and breath out. Back to center and we'll take the other side. Press both feet down, whatever you got on the floor. And if it's the, uh, if you're turning to get the heel, like it's the heel, man, like get that in there. If you do have holes in your mat, we've got mats and we've got more mats on the way. So if you, uh, if you need an update, got you covered, let me know. Back to center. And then press into your feet. Come on up to standing. Last two. Turn to the front for pyramid. And when we take the stance for this, you want your feet hip distance apart. Your feet coincidentally like to be hip distance apart because they're attached to your hips. So it's just kind of kind of cool. Bend the front knee. And let your head drop. Hands to either side. Spines inside the front leg. And we're taking kind of the 
all of these pasta that we're taking were like in the seven different flavors of vanilla with these. There are other flavors, there are mix-ins, there are all kinds of ways to make these different for different purposes. Like just like dancer, you can focus on the back bend or you can focus on the hip opening, you can focus on the balance. With standing postures as a, as a focus, we're, we're getting the, the whole thing, getting the whole body and breath involved in standing strength and mobility. Other situations we might fine tune this and do it some different ways. Next inhale, draw your heart forward. And if you've got a block under the right hand and then a little bit of grace, spin the back heel up, draw your heart forward. And left hand can stay at the left hip. Just pause for a moment and orient yourself to your body. Right? Is your left shoulder indeed stacked on top of your right shoulder? If not, not a problem. It's not a problem, right? There's just, there's a little more uh, to be got at there. One way you can help yourself get at it, turn more on the back foot or step the back foot up, right? Or if the back foot is in too far, step it back, right? Yeah, I just saw that, that was good. And if the shoulders are stacked, left arm goes up, usually without a problem. If the shoulders aren't stacked, left arm usually will have a problem. Breath in, reach up to middle fingertip. Mm-hmm. And then hand to the mat. <laughs> and step back down dog or low push up. I will never grow up. I will never get tired of middle finger jokes ever. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Breath in. And breath out. You're gonna look through your hands, walk or hop or crawl through to seated and down onto your back. Draw your knees into your chest and just pause, close your eyes, do nothing. Just do nothing. So that I could remember the standing sequence, I wrote it all out today. And uh, the, the note that I had after Revolve Triangle was collapse to the floor in a heap. Um, so that's what we're doing now. <laughs> a puddle of your own sweat was also part of that. But what we are going to do is slowly release your feet to the mat, feel the floor, just feel the floor again, and then press them down and just notice what happens to your hips. Right? Uh, probably they got lighter. You could just stay with that action, just get the sensation of that root down and rising up. Soften your upper body so that you're not impeding your breath. The upper body doesn't block it. Or uh, as we move into either bridge or wheel, or even choose something where the upper body doesn't block it and it doesn't attenuate it because you get too far out into something that the body doesn't like. With these range of motion postures, right? sometimes the breathing can get blocked and sometimes it can get really ragged. Let's find bridge or wheel or staying with just this idea of your feet are pressing down, you feel your body lifting up. There's synergy going on there. There's that, that, that traditional popular yoga practice where it's taking the energy of the ground and then turning it into this lift, this, you know, this, this transfiguration, this presentation. That's what we're doing. All of us. 
breath in. Really slowly down on your back. And again, there's a lot to make you breathe. And from that part of yourself, just pause for a moment and notice what's going on. And if there's anything else your body needs, feel it. See if you can keep it as quiet as possible. Like if you've got wiggle worm tendency, uh, the practice is just to, to smooth things out. If you love wiggle worms, feel free and they will be rewarded. Two more to way around. One reason to do that with as little extra as possible is to take whatever has been learned by your body and allow it to settle in. Allow anything that loosened up that needs to get out, get out. The old line, fallow. Natural balance is restored. of you roll to your right side we'll make our way to seated together moment to sit upright to feel the ground underneath you like, like really feel it as you do what else happens through this line of your body, unbroken chain of human being that you are. And bring hands together at heart center and a little lightness check of sternum to thumbs. And raising the hands from heart to mind, thumbs to forehead center. We offer each other namaste. Namaste, Google. Thank you all. Well done. Awesome. Super job at home. Good to see you. Happy day. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast 
We're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.